Yoma Daf Mem Zayin. We are now starting the fifth parak of Masechet Yoma, and the last Mishnayot we're discussing the service of the Kohen Gadol on Yom Kippur. We talked how the Kohen Gadol shachted the, the par, and uh, then he accepted the blood, and someone mixed it, and then in the meantime he would go up to the mizbeach, uh, scoop up some of the coal for the ketoret and the kodesh kodashim. And then he would take a handful of the ketoret and put it in the, on the pan in the Kodesh HaKodashim. And that's what we're going to discuss now. Mishnah starts. They took out for the Kohen a spoon and the pan. Hafan He scoops up from the ketoret with the pan uh, a fistful. And he puts inside the spoon. The big kohen, if it's a big kohen gadol, it's a big, it goes by his big palm, and if it's a small kohen gadol, it goes by his small palm. That was the, the measurement. He took the pen in his right hand, and he took the spoon in it with his left hand. And the Gemara starts. We already learned about the pen in the last Mishnah. It says, He takes the pen, goes up to the Mizbeah, he scoops and goes down. So why do you have to repeat it over here? So the explains, Over there, the last Mishnah was talking about the, the pen full of coal. Over here we're talking about a pen full of Ketoret. They took out for him a spoon that is empty from the chamber of the utensils. And they took out a pan that is filled with ketoret from the chamber of betaftinas where they used to make the ketoret. Now, we learned in the Mishnah, He would scoop the size of his fistful depending on his own personal size, and that was the measurement. Kaf beyoma kippurim lamali. Why doesn't he need a spoon to go into it with to Kodesh HaKodashim on Yom Kippurim? It says, Melochofnav vehevi amarachamana. It says he has to be fistful, his fist, not a not, uh, spoon. So the Gemara explains, Mishum delo v'shad, there's no other way. The how is he going to do this? Na'il v'ada na'il, let him go in and then put it over there and go back out and put it in the other one. It says, Come in once, and not walk in two times. The Pasuk says, Do this once, not twice. Now go back and forth. And if and if he takes the ketoret with his fist, and he puts the pan on top of his fist and walks in that way. When he gets there, okay, he gets to the Kodesh HaKodashim, what's he going to do? He's going to take off the pan with his teeth, and then he's going to put it on the floor, take the pan and put it on the floor. You don't do that in front of a human king. All the more so in front of a Kodesh Baruch you don't do that. But you take the, the pan with your teeth, put it on the floor. There's no other way. Therefore, since there's no other way, we do it the same way it says by the Nisim. By the Nisim, when they also brought the Ketoret, they brought with a Kaf, Kaf, Achat, Asra, Zav, Ketoret. And so we just bring the spoon also. 
Now, we learned in the Mishnah, Natal Tamachta Be'amin V'takaf Kismol, he took out the, uh, the pan in the right hand and the spoon in the left hand. The citizen is on the floor and the stranger is all the way up in the sky. Meaning the main point over here is the ketoret and you're putting in your left hand. And the charcoal, the pieces of wood, nothing, you're putting in your right hand. Listen, the charcoal has a lot that's heavy and the ketoret is light. And the Gemara explains, even if they're both equal, like uh, the case of Rabbi Shmael ben Kimhit, who was very big and he was able, and he was able to have a fistful of a lot of ketoret, uh, but still, the, the charcoal is, is hot, and therefore you should hold it with your right hand, you have a little bit more control, and uh, the, the ketoret is cold, and it's easier to carry, use the left hand. And Amru Allah Va'al Rabbi Shmael ben Kimhit, who he was a Kohen Gadol, Shayahofen Arbaam at Akabin Bimlochofnev. He would take four Kabin when he, in his fistful. That's how big he was. And the Meiri doesn't understand because it, the, the pen only fit three. Okay. But bottom line is uh, he was big. And he said, this Kohen Gadol Rabbi Shmael ben Kimhit, Many women d- did this zered, and my mother zered went all the way to the roof. And the Gemara explains what this uh, zered. Ikadamah. Some say be'arsan, the food that his mother gave him. When someone's sick, you give him this arsan. Uh, it's made of flour. It's made of wheat. Different types of things. And I guess whatever his mother gave him to eat, or his mother ate when she was uh, pregnant with uh, pregnant with him, uh, that was really good, and that's what made him develop so big. And some say this zered is b'shichvat ketiv. He brought two sukim that contradict each other. It says v'tezreni hay milchama. So you have one tezreni with an aleph and one without. And Amar David, Zeritani, you created me, Vizeraztani, and you made me much better, meaning I was born healthy. So that's where we get the Lashon Zered, as in Shechvat Zera, he was uh, created healthier. Amru Allah, Al Rabbi Ishmael ben Kimhit, Pamahat, Siped Varimim, Aravi, Had Bashuk. One time he was walking in the shuk on Yom Kippur and an Arab spoke with him. Even saliva came out of the Aravi's mouth. And it fell on the Rabbi Shema'il ben Kimhit, the Kohen Gadol's clothing, and he became Tameh. And came his brother Yeshabab, became the backup Kohen Gadol instead of him. And his mother Kimhit so Two Kohanim Gedolim who were her children in one day. There's another story about Rabbi Shmuel ben Kimhid. He went out on Yom Kippur to speak with some governor or an official. And this governor or this official, his saliva got spit out and he went on the Kohen Gadol's clothing and he became Tameh and he couldn't work in the Beit HaMikdash. And Yosef, his brother, uh, became Kohen Gadol instead of him. He was the backup. And their mother, Kimhit, saw two Kohanim Gedolim on one day. And Kimhit had seven children, seven boys. 
All them were Kohanim Gedolim. Amru lachachamim me'asit. What you do? Shezachit lekach that you married it to this. From the day I started covering my hair, the walls of my house never saw my hair. Uh, so Hachamim didn't uh, totally agree with her because a lot of ladies do this and they didn't win Zochet the seven children of Kohen Gadol. It had to be some other Zechut as well. It says bekumtso bekumtso. The kohen has to take his comets. Now the comets is when you take three fingers worth of uh, the comets of the, the minha, not the, not a fistful, but three fingers. Sheloya asem midala comets. So when it says bekumtso, the kohen it goes by the kohen gadol's fingers and not by any measurement cup. So there's no set measurement. It goes by each kohen on his own. So ibayalehu. Now she asem midala hafina. Can you make a measurement cup for the fistful that the Kohen Gadol uses on Yom Kippur for the Ketoret. So, Hatam by Kemitsa with the three fingers, Udichtiv Bekumtsov, there it says Bekumtsov, so you have a Pasuk. Avalhacha by Hafinav, the Ketoret, the fistful of the Ketoret, the locative Behofnav, it doesn't say Behofnav. Ela, Melo Hofnav, Ketoret, Samim Daka, it says you have to do a fistful of Ketoret, and doesn't sound like it has to be done in your actual hand. So maybe there's no issue to make a measurement cup for the half enough of the, the ketoret. Or dilma, or maybe, yalif melo melo mekumtso, maybe there's a gzrashava melo melo from kumtso, but half the pasuk says, melo hofnav, and by kemitza it says, vekamatz misham melo kumtso. So melo melo, yav, you can learn gzrashava, and the same way it's a sur to have a measurement for the comet, it's a sur to have a measurement for the half so Tashema, look at our Mishnah. That was the measurement, meaning whatever the size of the coin got all fist, that was the measurement. My love, Sheimatzalasot Midaheret Ose. Doesn't it sound like if you want to make a different measurement that's not the size of your fist, you're allowed? Gemara says, Lo, no. This is the way he would redo the, the fistful inside by the Kodesh HaKodeshim when he pours the Ketoret onto that pen with the coal on it. He would do it with his hand and not with the pen. What do you understand? He takes a fistful outside of the Kodesh HaKodeshim, puts it in the spoon, and then when he gets into the Kodesh HaKodeshim, he redoes it again, takes it out of the spoon, and puts it onto that pen. Now, this is a question we're going to have later on. The Gemara says, no. Maybe if you want to make a measurement for the Kodesh you could. Meaning, don't bring me a proof to any, any din. Meaning, not for the measurement cup, and not for the Hofen, Vehozer, Vehofen, nothing. Or inami, or you can explain our Mishnah when it says v'chachayta midata shelo yachaseh v'shelo yotir. It has to be the size of your fistful, not more, not less. It has to be your fistful. And here's another brayta legabe kemitza, three fingers. Tan rabanan melokumtso yachol meboratz. Maybe it's a little bit extra, a little bit of flour. Ketor it's coming extra on each side. Tamud lamar bekumtso has to be exactly not more. Okay, if it's dafka comets, so you take enough uh, of your three fingers of the flower, whatever you're taking, that just uh, by your fingertips, that area, has to be a full comet. How? Can they come say, like the way people do uh, comets? 
הקצץ הזדן חופה שלוש אצבעותיו על פיסת ידו וקומץ He covers his palm of his hands with his three fingers and that's how you do the comets. And that's how you get an exact measurement. Nothing uh, sticking out from the side. Nothing less than that. Perfect amount. And with different type of menachot that are cooked or baked or fried first and they're a little bit hard, what do you do? So since they're very, very thick pieces, you smooth it with your thumb on top and your pinky on the bottom. And this is a hard job, one of the hard melachot in the Megiddash. So like I ask, that's one of the hard melachot in the Megiddash, nothing else. There's melika when you stick your, your, your thumbnail into the back of a bird and kill it that way. There's also hafina where you have to take fistfuls and do it perfectly. Ella. Rather, you have to say, These are one of the complicated services in the Mikdash. Now the Gemara asks, Between the fingers, when you're doing the Kemitzah with the three fingers, uh, between the fingers, what's the din? Is it considered not part of the Kemitzah or is it considered part of the Kemitzah? So Amar Papa de Gavae Lotebailak, the ones that you could see from the inside, meaning the ones that are towards the inside of your palm, that's not a question. Devadai comets, so it's for sure part of the comets. De Balae, the ones that you could see from outside. Lotibailach Devadai Shiraimhu. That's for you you don't even have to ask a question. This is for sure leftovers, it's not part of the Kemitza. Kitibailach de Bene Bene, the in between my what would be the halakha over there? So Amar Bihanan Hadar Peshata. If you look at it, Rebiyo Shabin Uzaa found an answer. Ben Abenaim Safek Nenu. You have to treat it as as a Safek in doubt. So Hechi Avi, what do you do? Amar Bihanina Maktir Komets Lechodet Achila. First, you put the actual Komets in. Veadar Ben Abenaim. Then you put the in between stuff in. Why the Amar Ben Abenaim Baresha? Because if you say put the Ben Abenaim, the in between stuff first. Maybe they're really shiraim, they're leftovers. And then it becomes, if you put them there, shiraim shehasru ben kemitzah lehaktara. They become like shiraim leftovers that were missing between the kemitzah and then the putting on the mizbeah. more shiraim shehasru ben kemitzah like are leftovers that were missing between the kemitzah and putting it on the mizbeah. In makterin al comments, you can't use them as comments. So the best thing would be is put the actual comments in and then put the in between stuff. So the Gemara asks, if we're worried about that in-between stuff, you have to have the same problem. Anything that you're supposed to put on the Mizbeah, anything except for it is considered part of Baal Taktiru. You know how to put it on. So this suffix stuff, which we're not sure about, if you're actually putting it on the Mizbeah, you're being Maktirit, you have a problem, you have Baltaktiru, so how could you put it there as a just in case after the actual comet? So Amar you're not giving it as a Korban, you're giving it as if it's wood, meaning just for, for, to add to the fire. What do we understand with when it says You're giving the Korban as a good smell, Takadosh Baruch you can't give it as to, to make Hashem happy. You could put it on as wood. It's just there to help the fire and not for the actual Korban purposes, and that works.
Okay, so that works according to Rabbi that says you could put that as wood. They argue on Rabbi and they said you can't put it as wood. At the end of the day, it's not wood. Michael and Mars, what are you going to say with them? So we're going to have fat people do the comets. And because their fingers are so fat and stuck together, there's nothing going to be in between. And once you get to this, you could also answer Rabbi that when Rabbi said you could put it on his wood, that's only the Avad. Because have the fat people do the comets and you don't have this problem. Now, the siman is bena benayim pashat umachat supizev hashev hafinat havero siman. You can have at least twelve questions spanning over the next uh, daf, maybe even more of Rav Papa on the sugiot of hafina and kemitza. So number one, by Rav Papa bena benayim shel melochofnav. The in between when you're doing hafina, when you're taking the fistful of the ketorat ma, what would be the halacha of the in between the fingers? My kami byale. What's the question? Do you learn Melo Melo from Kemitsa of Mincha? It's the same din as Kemitsa, in the same way we said that the fat people do it, and uh, we have a safek in the in between, same halacha. So then why would you need to ask that question? So the Gemara explains This is his question. It says, A fistful, a fistful, bring into the Mizbeah. And you have, meaning anything in that fist, whether you had kavana or not, counts. Uh, just as long as you did the hafina for the shame of the haktara. So anything in that fist counts. And even what's in between. Or maybe you have to have kavana for everything that you're grabbing. It's going to be the shame hafina. And things that came in on their own don't count. So it would so it would not count. You can't use this in between stuff on the haktara. So take oh, he's not sure how to look at it. Do we go by everything that's in that fist, or do we be, go by everything he had kavanah to grab? So question number two. I understand what it says melokumtso. It's like the way people do it. However, here's my question. He took only fingertips, not a full hand. If you put your palm backwards, so the back of your hand into the into the ketoret, and you sunk it in, and whatever fell into your palm, you did a kemitza that way. Let's say you moved your hand back and forth sideways, and whatever comes through your fingers, you did a kemitza on that. What would be the halacha there? Take all. We're not sure how to look at that. And here, question number five. Same idea. When you're taking a fistful of the ketoret, the way people usually do it, you put your palm of your hand on the ketoret and you grab three fingers worth. That's the normal way to do it. However, use your fingertips. If you put your the back of your hand downwards, and you did the whatever fell into your hand, you did a kemitza on that mahu wabid halacha hafan bezo u bezo bekirvan zozozo. If you did a hafina, you grabbed a fistful from both with both hands and you put them together and then you grabbed with one hand mahu wabid halacha. That's not the way people usually do it. And the Gemara answers tick or we're not so sure. And we'll stop right here. We're going to start the sixth question tomorrow. Baruch Hashem Olam. Amen. Ve Amen.